I don't know if Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com has that story, but we do on the Healed Show. How you doing, Chris? Hey, buddy. Doing all right. Wow. Uh, so, you know, every morning it seems we wake up, Monday through Friday, it's not on weekends when there's college football, but Monday through Friday we wake up with a new leak, a new source, a new story. Big Ten coaches had a meeting reportedly, you know, Harbaugh, um, you know, uh, wasn't allowed in on the other coaches speaking freely. Uh, what, what's going on, man? What, what is yeah. happening? I told you it's like a 30 for 30, right? And then you have people wondering if the recent leak, you know, of a, of a staffer getting in trouble is related to, you know, maybe he's the whistleblower type of thing. It's, this is, you know, we're in the early stages here of an investigation. And uh, the funny part is you've got these coaches. Well, you know, how can you do this when we're going to be at a competitive disadvantage? What, what are you talking about? Everybody knows now, right? You, you, Michigan State wasn't at a competitive disadvantage. They were calling their signals in through their quarterback and they got to be 49 to nothing. Should have been much worse. We know that Ohio State knew about the signal thing last year so mr went in there and kicked their butts at, at their place so i think some feelings were hurt there and you know everybody knows you know the, the gamesmanship when it comes to science dealing michigan took it to a level they shouldn't have and you and i talked about this earlier and i said that absolutely but now we're getting to the point here with the sensationalist crap where the narrative is being driven by rivals and and different networks and guys that are being spoon-fed by by rivals and we need to take a step back here and let this thing play out and uh, as as it should and it as it always has, right? We've had we've had coaches on federal wiretaps in basketball, and they didn't do a damn thing about it for how many years? But now everybody's saying, okay, this is the this is the one that we have to you know we have to punish this team now, even though you know there's no evidence, we don't have the evidence yet in front of us. We haven't completed an investigation; we've just started it. That's absurd. So let's let it play out. Um, let them finish the season. I think that's probably going to happen. I think it'd be absurd if it weren't. I think Michigan would push back against that. I really don't think it's an option. I just think people are keeping it in the news at this point so uh but we'll see where it goes because every day it's like you said every day it seems to be a new adventure uh what is that story with uh the low-level staffer uh who what uh, involving allegations of something with yeah. a minor teenage girl or something right what's yeah, that I what's that story i yeah i haven't looked into it that that much i know it was a low-level staffer and when they found out about it whatever it was he was fired immediately so it's nothing that was yeah. uh, to do with michigan but it's, it's just adds right it adds to the negative perception and the negative press and everybody wants to you know pile everything together and i get it you know what um it's a bad look. So, but who knows? If who knows if that leads to something else? Who knows what's going to be reported tomorrow? It's very clear when you have a private investigator covering your following your program. Could you imagine if we had PIs going around the country and covering all these programs? What they would uncover? I know things. You and I have talked over beers about things that have happened in, in the recruiting scene and everything else that would blow your mind. Uh, imagine if PIs had access to, to all these programs and what they would find out. So, um, and again, I am not excusing in any way, shape, or form what happened with this Connor Stallions. If he was on the sidelines at Central Michigan against Michigan State, uh, certainly not illegal uh, and certainly unscrupulous and needs to be looked into and needs to be dealt with. And, uh, and, and the first step has already been taken. He's been suspended, obviously, with pay. I would imagine he's not long for Michigan in terms of employment. On the other side of this, I'm watching uh, active Michigan Board of Regents and Santa Ono in the last couple of days, including a Board of Regents today talking about visiting the team, that there seems to be this internal support for hardball and Michigan football, which is kind of strange because last week I was calling for someone to step up at Michigan and support hardball, not let him dangle in the wind. And Uh here in Ann Arbor, and it's not your typical circling the wagons, 
I don't think they're looking at this as a big of a deal as some on Twitter or the 57 employees for ESPN who are tweeting out about this. Yeah, who said it's a 20-point advantage? You know, it's funny because two years ago, the NCAA wrote, well, it's a minimal. We want to get rid of this rule anyway because it's a minimal competitive advantage. And they considered actually doing away with the no on-site scouting. But now, all of a sudden, it's a 20-point advantage if you if you figure out sign-stealing. And uh, come on, let's, let's get real here. And that's what I mean about snowballing and creating the narrative here. And you've got anonymous sources. If you're going to be that guy, then put your name on it, right? If you're going to be that guy that says, well, we would have beaten them, but you know what? Uh, they stole our signs. Then come out and say it and, and let everybody laugh at you because most of the time against most of these teams, we know it's not going to be true. So um, there's certainly no doubt in anybody's mind at Michigan that this was at least in part started by Ohio State or involved Ohio State in terms of uh, private investigators. And there are actually people looking to try to put the pieces together there. But in no way does that affect what Michigan did and uh, and how the NCAA is going to deal with it, as people have said, too. So um, it's just it's a bizarre situation, man, all the way around. And to say, you know, to have some people now uh, in the administration, and we reported, and I told you this two days ago, it was a 7 and 7-0 and vote. Uh, we've confirmed with many people uh, that the regents were unanimous, and that's rare, right? They came into the meeting unanimous, 7-0, based on the information that they had given, and I think that's important, that they had been given by the NCAA about what Connor Stallions allegedly did and who was involved, that they were going to proceed with the Jim Harbaugh contract extension with language in there that, hey, if anything else comes out or if this happens, then of course you can be, you know, it can be terminated or, or deemed null and void. So, um, But he's going to be your coach one way or another he's under contract so he's either going to be your coach or he's not so i don't really understand when people say oh this is a a middle finger to the ncaa there was no bigger middle finger to the ncaa than a lifetime contract for bill self in the midst of multiple level one and different uh violations uh, alleged violations uh for which he got a four-game suspension when it was all said and done so let's let it play out and uh absolutely the president has his back he was one of the ones that was there in that meeting on tuesday morning and voted on it and said, let's get this thing done, send it to the athletic director to get it done. We'll see when it gets signed, and we'll see if Jim Harbaugh signs it. But uh, there is zero doubt that they are proceeding as of now with that contract. Let's be honest and look at the narrative here on uh, five sources telling uh, Pete Thamel that the Big Ten, and he's with ESPN, should take action. Let's do the math here. Uh, Two of them would be upcoming opponents, uh, Franklin at Penn State and Ohio State. Another one could be Luke Fickle possibly playing Michigan in the Big Ten championship game. Let's throw the other two in. We'll go with Shiano because openly yep. he doesn't like them. And the fifth one on the Harbaugh hater top five from the huge show. Uh, I'll go with uh, interim coach Harlan Barnett. And we don't want to talk why there's an interim head coach there right now in East Lansing. <laughs> Three of those have ties to Ohio State, right? Shiano, Ryan Day, and Luke Fickle. Oh, really? Chris, I didn't know that. (laughs) So, just throw that out there. Oh, uh, yeah. And And Franklin, when they get beat, hey, man, you know, we we did everything we could. He tells his boosters, and Ryan Day so desperate for his job. You know, I mean, now I'm thinking, Notre Dame, how'd you only have 10 guys on the field? Take care of business. Yeah, and you know what? He's changed the narrative from you can't beat Michigan and you stink and we want to get rid of you to, hey, the only reason you lost to Michigan is because you had a bunch of cheaters, even though 
they knew that Michigan was, uh, they knew that they admitted, they acknowledged before the game, you know, we changed things up and you got your butts kicked. So own it. You know what? Uh, yeah. What Michigan did was wrong, but it had nothing to do with what happened in Columbus back in November. And uh, you know what? I can promise you that Michigan is on a mission here and they understand that really the only recourse here as a team, because a lot of it, people are saying now you only won because you cheated is to go out and win, beat everybody by, you know, 50 points or 20 points or whatever. If you're playing at Penn state and you're playing Ohio state and they're pissed off. And we already saw it with Michigan state. The only reason that wasn't a 70 to nothing game was because Jim Harbaugh took his foot off the gas in the third quarter. So uh, they didn't need signs to beat them. I'm guessing that's probably going to be the case the rest of the year. This is just a damn good football team that's got 17 to 20 guys that are going to be drafted in the NFL draft. Ohio State fans and coaches calling out other schools for cheating. Look at where we stand in the world of intercollegiate athletics. It's unreal. It really is. And But it seems like it, these are things that always happen to Michigan, right? And and you know what? One of the, what the Fab Five thing, you know, it took a rollover, and I'm glad it happened, and I've said that. You know what? There's no place for that in college basketball. There's no place for that at Michigan. And if you want to sit there and talk about how you're, you're high and mighty and your standards, then those things can't happen. Uh, I don't care where, where else it's happening. You know what? You're supposed to be better than that. So you're supposed to be better than having one of your coaches be on the sidelines for the Central Michigan. You know, and, and that's the allegation, right? Nobody's proven it. But, yeah, the allegation, quote, unquote. But, you know, there are allegations now that he was helping them um, and helping some of their staffers call their plays for them. That he was that, he, that they were actually using them. Now we've talked to people in in Mount Pleasant that said that the athletic director sent out an email on Monday saying save all your emails, save everything. We need to get to the bottom of this. And she is a former NCAA compliance director, I believe. So they will get to the bottom of it, and we'll find out exactly what happened. But it's going to take some time. And until it does, guess what? You play football and you let things go. And then when you get the evidence that you need. Right. And uh, and then you proceed. So uh, you don't sit there and come and say, oh, my gosh, it's still a competitive advantage when it's not. And manufacture things to keep this in the news when that's absolutely not the case. And look at the true fact here of those with connections to ESPN, how in the last 24 hours, all in unison, even Paul Feinbaum uh, changing his tune. Just look at the agenda driven network that continues to plummet. Uh, with people not buying their subscriptions, with viewership uh, declining, and there is a reason. And yeah. it's ESPN garbage. So, yeah, sells, right? Eh, whatever, man. Yeah. You know what? If you can't even identify Connor Stallions with all that video right now, nobody can. <laughs> right? Nobody can. Is it Photoshop? Someone brought that up. I don't know. I know, but but we we look at Twitter and we think it's real. Everything on Twitter, people can have fake emails, fake names, but it's real. I mean, here's where I've stated from day one, or here's where I stand and what I've stated from day one, that if Harbaugh, if Stallions, if anybody connected to Michigan football is involved in illegal scouting, okay, that whatever the punishment is from the NCAA, whatever the precedent for punishment is, it should be sanction against Michigan and Harbaugh being in charge will, will feel the effects of Connor Stallion doing something or any other assistant that violates NCAA rules, even if he didn't know about it. That's, that's the way it works. 
Yeah, absolutely it is, and that's the way it should work. Uh, but you got to let it play out, right? It's, it's called due process, and you know the NCAA operates under its own rules and and everything else. But you know, I was talking to a national analyst and a national writer about this, and I said he said he was surprised that Michigan was basically fighting back and saying, "Hey, we're going to sign him to a contract anyway." And I said, "Seems pretty brazen." And he says, "Yeah, just like North Carolina and Kansas and stuff like that." And you know, and I, he said uh, when you go that route, he says they almost always back down. He said it always works. And, uh, you know, it's different. And with past presidents, I think they wouldn't have even waited. They would have said, okay, you got us. We're guilty without even an investigation. So I give credit to Santa Ono for waiting at least to see what happens because we have no idea what else is coming. And we have no idea the seriousness of this yet. We can assume things. Um, but I'd, I'd say that about anybody anywhere. And I've said that, you know, when, when, uh, things come out against other programs, let's wait and see what, what the results are. And then you make your decision. So, but this rush to judgment uh, is just bizarre, and it just seems it reeks of desperation, doesn't it? Like there are so many people that want Harbaugh gone that these stories about cheeseburgers and illegal contact, which goes on a hundred times more frequently at other schools, becomes a, a monster of a story at Michigan. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that don't like Jim Harbaugh, and I'm not excusing him for his role in any of it. I want to be perfectly clear about that, but uh, you want to talk about taking this thing to another level. That's exactly what some people seem determined to do. Yeah, so you, you take the three coaches with connections to Ohio State, and even P.J. Fleck was a grad assistant uh, at Ohio State in 2006. So that's four. Uh, you throw in the Michigan State hatred, which, by the way, um, I haven't got a confirmation yet, Superfly, but I think uh, the first 10,000 people this weekend at Michigan State's home game against Nebraska will get a T-shirt courtesy of Mel Tucker that says, Thank you, Connor Stallions. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not confirming that yet. That's at tshirtgiveaway.com. I can't I can't I can't confirm that. I don't want people going to the game thinking you're going to get a T-shirt, green and white colors that says, you know, uh, that are purchased by Mel Tucker. Thank you, Connor Stallions. I, when I get confirmation of that, I'll share it. Chris, I got to get to a network yep. timeout. Appreciate the update from Ann Arbor. Anytime. Thanks, Billy.